This is a story that I hope will bring you a few surprises as you listen. At the end of the story, I'll tell you what inspired me to write it. It's a B1 story with lots of very useful B1 language in there for you. And as usual, I'll start with an explanation of a few of the key words of the story. The story is called The Jogger. And a jogger, of course, is somebody who runs for exercise. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Practicing English. My name is Mike Bilber, and these are podcasts for students of English at B1 or B2 levels. And if you are a B1 level student trying to reach B2 level, then I recommend my book, The Tudor Conspiracy. Come over to practicingenglish.com and you'll see a picture of the front cover. Click on that and it will take you to the page where you can buy the book. So, as I said, I'll start off with some vocabulary. There are lots of words here, actually, but I'm just going to bring out some of the words which refer to a park or what we can find in a park. For example, on the trees, there are branches, which are the wooden parts of the tree like arms which come away from the tree and attached to the branches you have little green things which are the leaves one leaf l e a f and the plural is leaves l e a v e s two nice romantic words which uh, also come in this story are sunrise. So that's the idea of the sun coming up in the morning, the sunrise. And the opposite of that is when the sun goes down in the evening, we call that sunset, sunset. And there are other words here as well that we can find in some parks. For example, silence which is the noun of the adjective silent, finishing in a T, silence. And sometimes in parks, like in the one that uh, I'm describing, there is a waterfall, which is a stream which comes down over rocks and makes this beautiful rushing water sound called a waterfall. And then you find these man-made constructions in a park as well, which push water up into the air, and we call those fountains. Fountains. When we're talking about water, for example, in this park that I'm describing in the story, there is a lake where you have a lot of water 
and perhaps you have ducks and things on the lake. And the water is deep, D-E-E-P, which means it goes down a long way, deep. And then there's the word cool, C-O-O-L, which we use when we're referring to, well, when it's hot and we find a place which is, which is colder, and that's nice because it's colder. We say it is cool. And then words talking about the sun, the light that comes from the sun, we call the sunshine. Sunshine. And there's the verb to shine. The sun shines. Okay, so that's the vocabulary that I'm going to explain to you. Listen as you go through the lots of other interesting words there too. As a listening task, I think it's interesting to listen carefully to the character of Alfred and discover who he is and what he is doing there in the park. This is the story of The Jogger, written for B1 students by M. A. Bilborough. This recording is copyright. Alfred could see them now. Dark shapes that looked so much like the trees around them. He had to look very hard to separate them from the leaves and branches. They moved their long arms and fingers slowly among the trees like in a dance, and seemed to be communicating with each other in some way. But Alfred could hear no words. Their skin was brown and green and rough like a tree, but they were obviously not trees. He imagined them to be some sort of kind and gentle monsters, but from a world that was probably not the same as this. There was complete silence in the city park. Not even the birds were singing at this time of day before sunrise. The park waterfall and fountains were quiet because they were switched off every night. Alfred had thought about going to meet the shapes. He thought he ought to, now that he was here so often. But deep inside, he felt afraid, although he did not know why. Suddenly, there were noises, the sounds and voices of the first early morning joggers in the park. As they got closer, Alfred could hear that it was the group of girls who came every weekday and jogged once around the park before they went to work. Alfred, who was sitting on the ground, now stood up and began to run after them. He soon caught them up and jogged behind the group. They were all dressed in tracksuits, just like Alfred. Although the days were milder now, as spring slowly returned to the city, the early mornings were still quite cold. Alfred liked to join the other joggers in the park, 
because he did not like jogging alone. Nobody seemed to mind. They never said anything to him. But that was not a problem for Alfred. He just needed to feel close to other people. During most of his student life, he had jogged with friends. He liked to hear conversation, and these girls always chatted to each other as they ran. You'll never guess what my boyfriend said to me yesterday," said one of the girls, called Julie. "Not another argument with your boyfriend," said a friend called Fatima. Well, not exactly an argument," continued Julie. "He's just horrible sometimes. That's all." Well, what did he say? Asked another girl, Beth. He said, answered Julie, and just listen to this. I know why you only go running with girls because you all run in the same way. You run like girlies, and he laughed. He thought that was funny. Male chauvinist pig," said a fourth girl, Angie. "Sorry, Julie. I know he's your boyfriend, but it's so typical of men to make that sort of comment. They think they're so brilliant at sport. You don't need to apologize," said Julie. "I agree with you. Anyway, I showed him my new T-shirt." And she pointed back over her shoulder with her thumb. Valerie, who was running just behind Julie, read aloud the words on the back of Julie's T-shirt. I run like a girl. Try and catch up. I love it," said Valerie. "I don't see your boyfriend doing a lot of sport." My boyfriend is a wonderful example of a couch potato. The closest he gets to any sport is football on the television," said Julie. "Talking about football," interrupted Fatima. "Did you hear about the new referees they've got for the 2022 World Cup? Three women referees. Isn't that just fantastic?" Women refereeing a men's football match in the World Cup. About time," said Julie. "That should show the men that most women don't run in a silly, girly way." Alfred added a comment. "I know you definitely don't run in a silly, girly way. I've been running for years, and I'm finding it difficult to run as fast as you." But none of the girls said anything else, and there was silence for a while—just the sound of running shoes on the wet path, and now the sound of traffic from the roads which surrounded the park. Then Julie broke the silence. You know, sometimes it's as if we weren't alone when we're jogging through this park. Do you know what I mean? There are some other joggers somewhere. I can hear them," said Fatima. "And I've just seen a man with his dog over there. I don't mean that," said Julie. "I mean actually with us, just behind us. Sometimes I feel there's something or 
somebody there. Don't say that, said Angie. You're scaring me. I always said we should run through the streets. I don't mind the pollution. At least in the streets there are people around. You've been watching too many horror films, Julie, said Valerie. There are just us girls here. Alfred spoke from behind the group of girls. Well, don't forget me, of course. And he laughed. But I know what you mean. I sometimes think there are other. I don't know exactly. Other types of life here, but I'm not sure what they are. After a while, the girls left the park through the gate, but Alfred stayed inside as he always did. He couldn't go anywhere else. There was nowhere else for him to go anyway. Then the daylight came, a very pale light, the beginning of a new day. It was Alfred's time to rest. He moved, not ran, not this time. You could say he floated along, even though there was no wind. He floated towards the centre of the park, back towards the lake. Alfred looked down as he floated over the water, and he remembered that awful night in June, so many years ago. It had been a very warm night. He was with his mates after a party, where they had all drunk too much. But it had been a special occasion. They just finished their final exams at university. And they all needed to celebrate. After the party, they came to the park, probably because it was so hot, and they needed the cooler air. Somebody joked with Alfred that he probably would not be jogging the next day, as he always did. Then someone else had the idea of taking his shoes and socks off, and putting his feet in the cool water of the lake. Others did the same. Alfred was behaving a silly way. He thought it would be good fun to dive into the water. Yes, dive in, head first, into the black water, where you could see nothing below at all. The water was deep. Alfred knew, so it didn't matter. But it did matter. Just below the water, exactly in the same place where Alfred dived in, there was a metal pipe pointing up. It was the pipe of a fountain, now switched off. As Alfred looked down while floating over the lake, he could see the blood again, darker than the water itself. He saw his body face down in the water, his friends shouting and screaming in fear at the terrible thing that had just happened. Alfred's ghost now floated up to the trees. Somehow he disappeared inside a huge one, where he spent 
every day until sunset. Then he could once again return to the seat by the lake. The first spring sunshine now came shining through the trees, which already had new green leaves and even some tiny flowers. A few shy birds began to sing, celebrating the arrival of new life in their park. I'll just finish by explaining what inspired me to write this story. The park near which I live is a beautiful park in Seville, and I am also a jogger. I enjoy jogging, and when I go through the gate into the park, there are some flowers attached to the bars of the gate. Plastic flowers usually, but sometimes real flowers as well, which are replaced from time to time. And there's a photo of a boy or a young man jogging. Now I don't know the story of this jogger, but presumably because of the flowers, he died. Perhaps he died in the park. I don't know, but obviously. He was somebody who loved jogging in that park, and his friends wanted to remember him by placing a photo there and some flowers. They've been there for a couple of years now, so the story I suppose that I've told you today was based on that. I let my imagination run wild, and this is the story that I came up with. Thank you very much. Goodbye for now. Mm-hmm.